Wowza, amigos and amigas, I'm so glad to be back on the podcast. Uh, my name is Sylvia Brands, but you obviously know that. But if you're new here and you're just joining me for the first time, hello. My name is Sylvia Brands. Um, I occasionally roll that R in Brands uh, because I married this beautiful white man from the Midwest, and um, that became my last name because I was formerly known as Sylvia Bolsol. Um, so yes, sometimes I do say my last name as Brands, which is fun and flavorful, but that's okay because he knows exactly who he married. So boop. All right. So we're back and I'm really excited about being back on the podcast. There's a couple of reasons why I've decided to be back. And I know if you're a writer and a roller with me, you're like, oh, Sylvia, I know, I know. Um, And if you know me in real life, you'll always know that I am a big believer in there's always time for a good comeback. Um, And also, I'm a really big believer in seasons. So when you're in a season of like, oh, you're going to be doing the podcast, fantastic. Or you're in a season of overwhelm and you just need to listen to your body intuitively, intuitively and you need to be doing something else, I'm down for that too. Um, but I just felt like there was some things that I wanted to share and talk about that needed longer lengths than anything that Instagram stories could give me. And so just, I could just have this real, real last conversation with you. Also, I'm starting to see that there's just holes in our lives right now. Um, I know that it's just, it's a really heavy time with a lot of different things going on. Uh, there's also a lot of great things going on. But sometimes we just need a little bit of silver lining. We need a little bit of light. We need a little bit of um, ha-ha-has and he-he-he's. And I'm hoping that in these conversations that I have with you, you'll be able to find some of that. Um, Also, I think that we just need a little bit more of some validation. We need somebody to tell us like, hey, you doing all right, sis? You doing okay, a brother? Um, and I'm hoping that I can provide that for you because that's really, really important. And honestly, I've just missed spitting on the track, um, because I just, I really, really enjoy it and it's a really good fun outlet for me. And I think that the podcast does such a good job of capturing who I am in real life with my sound effects and my singing and my phrases um, that, yeah, it just makes me really pumped. So glad to be back. Um, that's why I'm back. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is, um, this title of the podcast. I haven't decided it yet. So it might be something different when you open this up. But, uh, one of the biggest phrases that I always say is don't tell me how to feel. Um, and I can say that angrily, or I can just say that, Normally, like I just say, oh, no, no, thanks. Don't tell me how to feel. Um, Usually when I say angrily, it's because someone is trying to change or um, kind of correct my behavior. And I'm not, not a fan, not a fan. So if you are a writer and a roller from my Instagram community, you will know a little bit about what I'm talking about already because I jumped on stories 
I want to say Thursday morning after I had a really, really shitty Wednesday, um, to the point where I was in tears. I was just very much overwhelmed with everything y'all. I was just overwhelmed with everything. I right now am the uh, main income person at my house because COVID has affected us in that way where my husband lost his job and don't worry about us. We're going to be okay. Um, but I think it's just that, and we've been receiving unemployment and we're all, we're good. We're good. But I think it's just that added stress of, you know, like there's no timestamp on anything. We don't know when Drake is going to go back and be a pilot and we have a baby on the way and just all those little lingering things. Um, and also I'm doing coaching. I'm doing my coaching jam, which I absolutely love, 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 love. And it feels my heart so, 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 so much, but I'm also still a speech therapist and, um, that job can be pretty demanding. Uh, and uh, I have a lot of paperwork and I ain't gonna lie. Paperwork really stresses me out and it causes me a lot of anxiety. And, um, it's just, I'm gonna be totally honest. It's just not something that I'm always like, yes, I love to do this. No, as a matter of fact, it's like the worst part of my job, but it's something I gotta do. Um, so it was just a lot of things that just like boiled on top and I just finally needed a release. And I talked to some people within my family or friend groups. And there's just certain people around me who had a different way of showing me love. And I know that I wanted to talk about this because I know that my beautiful community has so many amigos and amigas who are just like badasses already. And they're looked at as the strong friend. They're looked at as the leader. They're looked at as that supporter. And I know a lot of you could be listening to me right now and being like, oh damn, I know what she's about to fucking say. Cause a lot of you guys are sitting in this position. So I was having a moment, uh, to the point where I was in tears and yes, I do normally cry for like happy things all the time. But if I cry because I'm upset, that really takes a lot. I cry all the time when like somebody gives me like a noodle necklace, like those are happy tears that more than willingly come out. But, um, my parents and my best friend and my husband will tell you that if you make me cry because you made me upset or I am upset, that takes a lot. And, uh, as a matter of fact, it's one of like my best friend's thing that she like really struggles with. If she sees me cry, she's like instantly like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) And, um, so yeah, so, um, There were people around me who immediately went into, oh, but you're so strong and, oh, but it's going to be okay. And, oh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Cause you, you're, you're a coach and you're fantastic. And, and you know, this is, this is not a big deal. You're going to be fine. You're really strong, you know? And I, I know that if you're washing the dishes or walking your dog or doing whatever you're doing right now, uh, you've heard those phrases. You're strong, vas a estar bien, uh, just keep going, keep your head up. All of those phrases that you obviously know you're going to be okay. You know that the sun is going to come up. But in that moment in time is so infuriating, so annoying, and so frustrating 
because all you really wanted was just the opportunity to say, hey, I'm not okay right now. I'm just looking to vent. I'm just looking for some support. Only to be met with, I'm not really going to give you support. I'm going to tell you how you're just going to be okay so we can move on and move forward from this. And leaving you not feeling validated at all by any means. And that is just the place that I really wanted to talk about. I really wanted to remind each and every single one of you, um, mujeres, gentlemen, whoever is listening to this, I just really wanted to remind you that no one is ever allowed to tell you how to feel. If you are upset, if you are struggling, if you know you can't be strong, that is a thousand and ten percent okay. And I know naturally as women, we really struggle in this space because we're the multitaskers. We are the natural um, born caregivers, right? We like to offer support. We like to take care of people. That's just who we are. That's just We were wired this way. And I just want to remind you that you do not have to accept that idea of that we're always going to have to be on point and that we're always going to have to carry through and that you need to just like rally. Mm -mm. No mo. No, no mo. Mm -mm. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of that too, quite frankly. And also... I also wanted to talk about that space of, because this is coming from a person who is a recovering complacent person of who would be like, no, no, I can do it. I'm fine. And I'm like crying in my car every night because I'm stressed out of my mind. I haven't even been able to eat a decent meal because I'm just so frazzled and I'm looking for support in all the wrong places. That used to be me. That used to be me, the people pleaser who I, I never wanted to make problems for anyone. I never wanted to be a burden to anybody. I always wanted to be just like easy peasy and nice and great. And that's just, uh-uh, that's just not popping either. And also you could be struggling within that journey within yourself where you're trying to just really tell yourself like, no, I'm going to be okay. I can do this. I'm fine. And really, I just challenge you and I encourage you to ask yourself, why do I need to be this way? Why do I need to convince myself that I need to be the strong person all the time? And I know that some of you could probably turn around and be like, well, Sylvia, in my environment, I am the person. There is no other options for me. And trust me, I know people like that. I've been in that position before, but it's a choice. It means that you need to find a new support system. It means that you need to find new friends. It means that you need to find people that you can confide in who will show support in different ways. And that's really important. That's really, really important because you guys would not believe how triggered I was that Wednesday that I 
could not because I was I was so much in tears to the point where Drake was like kind of concerned. Um, and I had to start treatment that morning and I could not start my first client of the day because I was crying so much. Yes, there was a lot of my plate. Yes, there's been a lot going a lot going on in this world. But when I went to certain people and they met me with you're fine or they kind of just wrote me off, it was very triggering for me. And I realized, okay, now I know I just can't have these types of conversations with these types of people. Even though they might be family, even they might be friends, I just know that those aren't my go-tos. And when I had the opportunity to talk about it with Drake and my best friend and my mom, uh, it was a lot different. It was a lot different. And again, I'm telling you this from experience, your relationships need practice as well. Because the people you love might not be able to give you the support you need, but because they don't know how. And so um, I'll be totally honest. Drake comes from a family that doesn't really talk about their feelings a lot. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things that like Drake and I would have tiffs about in like the beginning when we were like dating would be, and also if you know me in real life, you'll know that my favorite question in the whole world is how do you feel? And Drake would say, I don't know. (laughs) And that would kind of drive me nuts because I would be like, what do you mean you don't know? And he would just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel. And I had to just like kind of back off because I had to realize like, okay, Drake didn't come from a situation where, you know, feeling your feels is something that was appropriate or like a norm for him. But, uh, as time has gone on, Drake has learned how to support me when I am feeling overwhelmed, when I've had a bad day, when, um, you know, when I'm in a storm, when I'm in a storm all by myself and, um, with my mom also very similar. And I know that some of you guys listening can probably agree because it's in every community. I want to say it's, it's very heavy in the Latin community, where we, our family members tell us like, no, no, estas bien, mija, like, you know, keep going or, you know, stay strong, like all of those phrases, which, you know, I can appreciate because they're trying to affirm positive things that they know about us. But we kind of have to stop that conversation and be like, oh, you know what, mom, I just need you to listen to me. And I'll be honest, I had to teach my mom how to hold space for me. And I don't want you guys to think like, oh man, that sucks. Like, you know, when a mom doesn't know how to hold space, it's not about that y'all. It's about teaching people what it is exactly that you need and how you need it. But you have to articulate that. You have to communicate that to your loved ones because not everybody's a mind reader and not everybody's going to know. And obviously I love my mom to death. And so I've had to, you know, with time, I've just said, you know, like, Hey mom, I don't need you to say anything right now. I just need you to support me. I just want you to listen 
And when I'm done talking, then we can talk about it a little bit, but I really just need you to support me. And there's a Spanish word called, um, apapachar, which is like to show comfort. And I will just say that to my mom. I was like, I just need you to give me apapaches. That's it. And that's her kind of cue to be like, okay, like I need to be warm and fuzzy. I don't need to be like the giver of strength right now, which is really important. And, um, one of the people in my whole life that has been really fantastic at just like holding space for me is my best friend. And when I talked to her about this whole breakdown, when I wasn't crying anymore, cause I also find it really crazy when I just like cry through an entire conversation. Um, I just told her, I was like, Hey, you know what? I think it's really fucking annoying when the strong girl needs support and space and it's not given to her. It's really fucking terrible. And it's really fucking unfair. And my girl just holds space for me. And she's like, yeah, it really does suck. But she's also made really good points of like, dude, I'm really proud of you though, because you're saying like, no, thanks. Don't tell me how to feel when a long time ago, I used to be a really completely different opposite person. I used to be someone who would power through my depleted, tired, weak self when I had nothing left to give. And I was still given just to people all the time. So this is just a beautiful reminder to you. This is like a public service announcement that no one is ever allowed to tell you how to feel ever, 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 ever no matter what it is, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the story was, no matter the limited belief, whatever your feelings are, they're completely validated. They're completely real. And they're your feelings. They are yours and no one else's. And it's just, again, another reminder of you are not responsible for how someone else reacts, behaves, or feels, and it's vice versa. And that's just, again, so important just to like that your, your feelings matter to you and you alone and no one can change them because they're yours. So through this time, through, again, because I know we're all living some piece of it through a the Black Lives Matter movement, through um, all of these different situations, Vanessa Guillen, these poor children that we can't find, the children who are in cages, uh, for Miss Brianna Taylor, who still hasn't received justice. There's been so many heavy things to unpack that the last thing we need is someone telling us how to feel because that's just crazy, 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 crazy. So if anything, find, find yourself a nice journal, a juicy pen, um, you know, maybe even voice record yourself and how you feel. 
call a good homie, uh, write down on a post-it who your go-tos are, send them a nice text and being like, yo, thanks for always holding space for me. Call your mom, call your dad if they're, if those people are your people, but always know that your feelings are valid and no one can change them. And also remember that you have to teach people how to hold space for you because not everybody comes with that talent. Not everybody comes with that gift. And I know it might suck in the beginning where you're like, why do I have to teach them how to hold space for me? How do I teach them how to be a good friend? Valid. Valid. But you've invested love and time into these people. And that's something that we shouldn't forget about. Unless you know they're garbage and you need to toss them. But that's another conversation for a different day. So I'm wishing you the best. I am just hugging you from far away because, you know, hugs be chronic during this time. So virtual hugs, and I'm glad to be back on the track. I really hope that you enjoy this episode and we'll talk soon. Bye, y'all.